listening to Fear, the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. I like how I interrupted your whiskey sip. That's okay. Usually you, <laughs> you take a pause before you start. So I, was I un- counted down from three. Yeah, but then usually you wait like till 40. <laughs> so it's Not fine. today. It's fine. Not today. We were just ready to go. Mm. There's a lot to talk about, and we don't want to go three hours. You see how I snuck my sip in while you were talking? Mm-hmm. I just slid that right in there. You're good at that. Well, so, wow, the season's over already. And I'm sad. I am sad, too. I wasn't sure that I would be sad, but I am sad now. What was the name of this episode? Observe call and Report? Call and Response? Oh, no. Call and, re- call and Response. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Observe and although Report. T- although, technically, I, I think I'm correct. Yes. <laughs> you are. Always. Yeah. Without... Without fail, this limoncello is going to be the death of me. Well, I, I don't know why you did. You're like you're like Steven now. Why don't you just get some amaretto? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's be clear. Limoncello is a far cry from uh, amaretto. It's, amaretto. I can't understand or that praline stuff that he used to drink. Yeah, I bought those for my wife. Those what well, to mix with, other, <laughs> with things, other things, not to drink straight from a coffee cup. Yes, <laughs> coffee cup. Let me fill this coffee cup halfway up. With this yeah. liqueur. My uncle used to do pecan that. pecan liqueur. He'd always have a travel <laughs> mug. So I thought he, when I was young, I was naive. I thought he was always drinking coffee. Oh, no, no, no. My mom let me know later. Yeah, it's just whiskey. Full of whiskey. Mm. All the time. Straight? <laughs> yes. Well, you got to get your levels up. Well, yeah. I always say. That's not really safe, you know, when he's the, you know, the detective in town. But whatever. But enough preambling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get to the ambling. Let's get right into it. You know, I don't feel like we're going to spend a whole lot of time. I think we're going to talk about some of our favorite things, but uh, okay, is a little episode was a little normal, a little longer than a normal. little normal than normal, a little longer, yes, than normal. Say that three times fast. No, you know, I've never been accused of that. What being longer than normal? Yeah, uh, not, I've, not even once. Well, it's a problem <laughs> I have. So. Maybe if the shower is hot enough. <laughs> when you first step out, outside of that, no. No, not at all. No, not at all. Uh, there was a lot to like about this episode. Yeah, I felt like the whole season they'd been giving us tastes of what they could mm. do and what they could try to get away with. It's like drinking Mr. Clean. <laughs> In this episode, they were all like, okay, this is what season two is going to be like. We've given you these nine episodes to get you ready and warmed up, and it's going to be like this. And they hit it. They hit us with it like right off the bat and kept going the whole episode. What I feel like you're saying is we've been right from the get-go. You know, Usually we're not right. We, we're like, oh, we got hopes and dreams. We think this might happen. This might happen. I feel like we called it this time around. At, at, town's going to blow up. Yeah. Uh, they're going to hit the road. Yeah. The last scene is going to be them in the diner talking and then going. Yeah. Hmm. And then the Saint of Killers is going to show up and like, oh, oh, hmm. I feel like that all. Check, check, check. check I check. guess I'm done now. I'm not, I'm sure we missed some things. No, here we there. didn't. You we, know, I'd be. 100%. You know, they went a lot of different directions that we didn't expect them to go in, but we did feel that was going to be a uh, setup for the issue one of the graphic novel. Yes. And we went a little bit into really a lot of the first issue is the church blowing up and they mixed in really the only thing they really did was they mixed in Odin from later, way later in the series. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, I think that the, 
it's going to be interesting. They may not even play with that storyline at all. I don't know. They may do something different. They may introduce new characters, whatever. Uh, but they really sure hit the reset button on this season. And basically, yeah. it's like, hey, we gave you all that. But next, it almost felt like the the overarching message was season two is not going to be anything like season one. Yeah, we're going to hit the ground <laughs> running because they now have a, a goal because a lot of season one was trying to figure out what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. decisions that needed to be made. Now they've made a decision. They have a goal and a plan in mind. Let's go do it. So being a fan of the graphic novel and being a fan of episodic television do you how do you feel about that decision to draw out this first season and not really have a clear cut uh mission or goal per se although i think they had a goal i i really enjoyed it because i think a lot of their goal was to see what they could get away with and that's why they tried a bunch of different things during the season to see, can we do this? Can we do this? How far can we push the envelope? Because this is not like anything else on cable television. So we need to see what we can get away with, what the censors won't fight us on, and how the audience responds and reacts before we really get into the meat of the story because we don't want to take away from the real story. So let's try it out and see what we can do. And then we'll know and have a better plan for season two and on. So they made a call for all of season one, and now they're asking for what is our response going to be for season two? Yes, mm, I think that kind of. I think that's why they called that back it around. Yeah. That was woo, woo. That's meta as shit, right Man, there. Let me chill. Let's kick it in. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a break <laughs> after that. We we'll have to hit depth. pause and get caught up. <laughs> no, I think that um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I yeah. I like that I didn't I did I, I had ideas of what may be coming and we we got a bunch of things right. I I'm not so sure we're gonna get things right going forward because I had no idea. Which I I'm okay here, with. Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that too. Obviously they're hitting the road. Obviously they can they need to go to New York, they need to go to San Francisco, mm-hmm. they have to go to New Orleans. Oh, that's I a think, must, yeah. I think New Orleans is the one that I'm looking for most because are looking forward to the most because getting some more backstory on Cassidy. Does that happen this next season? I kind of feel like it might, but I'm not sure. Do you think they're going to New Orleans first? You know, it's possible. I'm hoping that they do each destination be like a season. So New Orleans mm-hmm. one season. I think that because there's so much to mine there, I feel like they can take a page out of season one where they kind of drug out the story and yeah. get some other stuff on the side. Well, they could do that, and I think it would be entertaining. Depending on what they do, I'd be fine with that too. Uh, obviously, they're going to end back up in Texas at some point, and I think that's crucial. I think that's already been set up. I think the things that ha- – are you choking to death? I'm good. Over there? You're good? You're sure? Yeah, I just got to massage my Adam's apple real oh, quick. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. We can get somebody to do that. For no, me. no, that's fine. I, I'm I can, pretty sure. I can handle it myself. If we ask our fine folks listening nicely enough. <laughs> they they someone, brush over. Someone would be goodly enough <laughs> I, to I manhandle that for you. They're all good people. <laughs> I have no doubt that that is correct. Put on the velvet gloves. <laughs> and stuff a Just skin. Just stuff it full of meat. Just skin. Just meat. Ooh. The uh, God of meat. So that be stuck in your. Craw, <laughs> just a big that worked out. Chuck, ground chuck, like a gizzard. Mm-hmm. 
what I'm talking about anymore. Nobody does. <sighs> what was I saying? I don't remember. I don't remember either. No, it's okay. Mm. Oh, You're talking about New Orleans coming and coming back, back to, to Texas, Texas, right? God's country. There's that. Interesting because a lot of shit went down in Anvil. But Anvil, they made it absolutely clear. And I don't think we really talked about this too much. I think I no. talked about the parallels with the tree and the whiskey and the bearing under the tree mm-hmm. and rat water and the cowboy. Anvil is rat water. Yes. I think that was made abundantly clear. And maybe everyone else got that before I did, which is usually the case. (laughs) But they made it absolutely clear because Anvil was established the year after Ratwater uh, got destroyed, Mm -hmm. which I think the official uh, cause was the tornado, which we saw that's what was coming when the cowboy was stuck there. yeah. Yeah, He was in hell, but that's what kill or destroyed the original rat, rat water. And so it's like, man, this section of earth here in Texas is just no good. It's, yeah. It, and, and Root, Hugo Root referred to it as the monster swamp like many the, times. Like the uh, episode title. And so I thought that was an interesting concept that this section of the earth, this town is just like a lightning rod for the supernatural or evil. Yeah. And they all kind of come there to mingle. Not necessarily good, but it's like, yeah, it's like a convergence mm-hmm. of darkness. Yes. All in so one to speak. shithole West Texas town. And I, at first I thought that when Hugo confronted Cassidy in this episode, which I thought was a great scene. They're both so good. Yeah. Very good. And I'm sad that Hugo is gone now. I am too. He's really come into the character. And oh. I was looking forward to maybe him being around some more next season. It was fantastic. He was fantastic. At first, I thought that him figuring out that he was a vampire was a little far-fetched. But then the more I thought about it, no, this guy's seen some stuff. And as a cop, you're trained to see those kind of details. Oh, and absolutely. See what stands out. So he figured it out. And again... The monster swamp. Yeah. And the shit that he's seen, the shit that he's endured personally in his family, Mm -hmm. it really wouldn't be that small of a leap. No. Honestly, if you really want to just take a step back and think about it, be like, I want to believe that if I had that experience, I'd be like, well, this is the only logical explanation. (laughs) It's a damn vampire. You know? However improbable, if that's the only thing you got left, then that must be the answer. Right. To uh, Looks like a banshee. To, I think it's a banshee. To misquote Sherlock Holmes. Mm. That has to be the answer. And yeah. so uh, I, I got over that. Great scene, though. He was just, oh, he was just pump. Cass- <laughs> Cassidy's too funny. He's like, well, the good news is he's, he's not dead. Well, maybe that's the bad news, too. I mean, hmm. Based on where he's at. Yeah. And then, yeah, he just kept shooting him and giving him giving him blood back to heal him up. It's a weird form of torture because, I mean, I'm assuming getting shot doesn't feel good. No. But if you could heal up and then get shot again and not die and just get him shot over and over and over. And using the coffee dispenser, that was interesting. <laughs> With the little paper paper cups. I think that blood go through that pretty quick. Well, of course, you, he's going to drink it pretty quick. Well, too. yeah, you got to keep that uh, the blood warm. So put it in the coffee dispenser, mm-hmm. keep it mm-hmm. at a temperature that would be desirable well, so it you, doesn't coagulate. You know what else would keep that blood warm? A human host. 
Yeti. Yeti. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you put that in a Yeti, that, that shit would burn you. It would get hotter. It's still smoking. In the Yeti. Yeah. Maybe it was a Yeti coffee dispenser. You want this coffee? Yeti. It could be. Yeti. I think they have a whole market segment just been opened up to them. Absolutely. They had no idea. Right. Tulip no was idea. like, yeah, I don't want you to mess up my trunk because it's Yeti. <laughs> oh, goodness. So we got some more. Uh, do you feel like they ripped through their backstory too quick? No. No? I think we had an idea that some sh- shit had happened to them in the in the past, and it wasn't good. And it right. caused some divisiveness. I wasn't. I didn't know that it was a baby, um, but I mean that makes sense that that would be the bigger cause because just Carlos leaving him high and dry, that's not enough for them to split up. Like, oh, cool, someone left us. Cool, we can get away. We're, we've got enough skills. We can shoot our way out of this and escape, and we'll find each other and we'll be together. But losing a baby and maybe thinking that the stress and that escape that they didn't get to do made them lose the baby, that that would be enough to split up, I think, a couple, because they would each deal with their grief in their own way, and maybe they didn't do it together, and so they're not together no more. Well, I mean, they probably have themselves to blame. They probably used that double-ended fist dildo, and that probably what did them in. I mean, it's like Lady in the Tramp, only with our butts. Or uh, <laughs> was it Requiem for a Dream? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh. that, except a fist. I don't, I don't why know. would you keep that in a safety deposit box? Why? why um, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's a special occasion, honey. Go get the double fist. Uh, we're gonna have fun tonight. I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to. I guess you're hiding it, but. But I mean, if you why? if you have one, wouldn't you think that it would get used? It seems like that would be an unnecessary step to have to drive down to the bank, open your safety deposit box, try to smuggle that thing home. And are you nervous the whole time you're going down there to, sure. to get that thing in the safe deposit box? Because I'm thinking if you didn't care, you wouldn't put it in the safe deposit box. Right. And who else? Someone else might be checking their box in the bank. And let me ask you this. What bank stays open late enough to where you can go get that some bitch when you need it. Now, Maybe it's the bank manager. How far in advance are you planning right. to use that double-ended fister? Days, at least. Oh, it's true. At least. Because you got to go during banker's hours, and you know them. The lobbies close at three. Right, and, you know, people could change their mind. If, if you get it two days in advance, and, and it's the night of the event, someone may not be in the mood. Either party may have decided, you know what, I really don't want to do this right oh, now. Oh, well, you can change your mind. Somebody's getting fucked, though. <laughs> yeah. That's all there is. To. I, I went down there and made a special trip. Right. Somebody's going to get on the other thing, end of, the, end of this thing with me. That's right. <laughs> and we're going to see what happens. That's right. If I got to go get someone random, <laughs> we are both using this. This is going down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. That's Tulip. Get that thing away from me. <laughs> Right. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even, even touch it ever. I wouldn't touch it ever. How do you even broach that that topic? Hey, you know it'd be, be real fun. <laughs> you know it'd be. You know it'd be real nice. You know if you love me, <laughs> you would let me stick this rubber <laughs> fist in you, and then the other half in me, Ooh. and then we'll see what happens. But what I liked about that is they were able to joke around and have fun, and that was to me the most heart wrenching thing about that scene and about the reasoning behind her being so pissed off about Carlos and why she wanted to get her vengeance and make no mistake. It was vengeance. Oh, absolutely. 
was when they revealed that why he did what he did was because they were happy. Right. I'm like, son of a bitch. Because I know people like that. And those are the most wretched, undeserving of drawing breath people on this planet. And I cannot imagine feeling that way about another human being or set of human beings to the point where I'm going to fuck your shit up because just, you're just happy. Right. And I can. Right. If you're unhappy, that's, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. If you're unhappy, that's fine. But that doesn't mean everybody else has to be unhappy. Yeah. But we see it on the news every day. Oh, yeah. When people decide, well, I'm not happy with this situation in my life, so uh, I'm going to kill you and take myself out. Just fucking kill yourself right. and leave those other people alone. Right. Jesus. They didn't please. do nothing. Gosh. Yeah. And Get I mean, me going. I mean, it's, it's, it's a funny situation because they're robbing a bank. Yeah. So they're not doing, they're not making the best decisions and they're not no, the no. best people. No. But the fact that they're happy, even in when they're doing bad things, yeah. is what yeah. he can't stand. Yeah. It's, but it's it's a weird parallel they, to think yeah, people can find joy in doing things that they shouldn't be doing. They've found a way to just have some happiness. It's like natural born killers. Those oh, people yeah. messed up. Well, they know they, no better. They love in life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're, they're having loved, a great time doing it. And they loved each other. Uh, yeah. They loved each other. Often. Well, yeah. But still, at the end of the day, as fucked up as it was, it was a love story. Yeah. Oh. And... Yeah, you should pay for your crimes, but I don't. It's it's a weird thing, and I like things like that that kind of have that. You get that kind of a character study. It's like at the end of the day, there's some sort of purity in the sense that there's that actual real connection and love. It's just the shit you're doing around that it ain't exactly legal. Well, and that's one thing I like. <laughs> so people kind of throw it out the window. It's like, oh well, it don't count. No, it does. Right. They still have to pay for their crimes, though, but we can't minimize and take away with the fact that they actually I actually just had a thought. I want to share this before I forget. Yeah. Let's not forget that the story of Preacher at its core is a love story. Right. Plain and simple. Well, I just want to say one thing I love about Preacher is that they get you to root for these people that are really actually kind of shitty. The best, worst people you'll the ever best, know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Cassidy, Tulip, and Jesse, the three of them may be the worst people in all of Anvil. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, debatable. It's possible. But you root for them over these other shitty people because you're like, you know what? These are these are cool people. They they have a grasp on who they are, and they understand that they're not the best people. All these other people are in denial about being shitty. Mm-hmm. So you don't want them to win. You want these people to win. But it's just weird. When you think about it, you're like, I am rooting for these people who have committed murder, once a vampire, and they're just awful, terrible people. But you know what? I like them. So go you. Yeah. I mean, she's awakened that desire within Jesse again, and he is really just on board with reconnecting with her. Oh, he thought he was going to get to bend her over the trunk of that car. And I don't know why he didn't. Well, because he he wanted her to – he wanted permission. The first time after a – That's what Jesus would do to you. (laughs) He'll make you ask first. (laughs) Well, the first time after a long dry spell, you know, once she gives me permission, it's game on. But, but, you know – the first time. It was like a vampire. Exactly. Once you let me in. Right. Oh, right. Oh, it's a game over. <laughs> <laughs> so that I love that scene, though, where, where it goes from the Carlos history and then like mm. got him in the trunk. And 
And Jesse's trying to talk to Tulip, like, hey, I know he took everything from us, but nothing's going to bring that baby back. Mm. Nothing is going to bring that baby back. And she's like, but he's like, all right, whatever, fuck it. I'll go shoot him. And then she changes her mind. Do you think that was too quick of a turnaround? For her? Yeah. I think she honestly didn't believe he would do it. And it was more of a test to see if he loved her enough and cared about her enough to get to help her get the vengeance that she thinks she wanted. Do you think she ever intended or wanted to actually pull the trigger on Carlos herself? No, I don't think so. I don't either. I think I don't either. I think what more than anything is because of what happened between them, Carlos was just the litmus test, mm-hmm. like you said. And I think she wanted some sort of closure mm-hmm. in actually getting him and talking to him after the fact gave her and getting his reasoning for why may have been enough for her to be okay that's why cool now we're gonna handle this it was almost as if she was saying i need you to show me that you hurt as much as i do over the losses of this baby yeah and if you help me in this task or do this this will show me that you care because i think they went their separate ways and she just felt abandoned and like he just didn't care. And that made her question everything. Yeah. Well, everything. That, that kind of grief is unimaginable to me. I couldn't imagine. And, she, and everybody would deal with that grief in a different way. So I think she, like you said, Jesse hit it and went back and was on a mission for God now and to fulfill a promise. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, was covering up his grief that he actually did have for yeah. the loss. And Tulip wanted to go on a murderous rampage. And the fact that they didn't see eye to eye on how to deal with it is probably what caused the most division in the relationship because they didn't communicate, hey, I'm hurting too, but I'm not, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. So let's talk about how much of badasses they are because oh my God. <laughs> they give him a tire iron and a gun. Yeah. And let's think about this for a second. Uh, they wouldn't have used, um, they wouldn't have used, uh, the Genesis on him because Tulip later in the episode confirmed that she had no idea what that was. So that means mm-hmm. he didn't use it at, in that instance. So they royally fucked Carlos up. Yeah. Which to me is great because it tells me that going forward in the sea, I mean, we already knew he was a badass and they both were badasses. I mean, yeah. he built a bazooka to bring down a, a helicopter with green bean cans and, and, uh, lead soldiers. Yeah. Cause you know, those soldiers are made of lead. Oh, it had to be, uh, made in China. Mm-hmm. Duct tape. Duct tape. That's right. Um, I think that was good to establish. Since they're on a mission to find God and either get him to come back and do his job or kick his ass. Kick his ass. I think we needed further confirmation of just how badass they are. And so in any given situation, their odds of survival are pretty high. Yeah. So I'm excited for that because that means whenever we see them in a situation, I think our default is, oh, they got this. Oh, so sure I think it is. it's going to add an extra edge of fun to any kind of trouble or uh, strife they get mixed up in. And I think it sets up our... It's a good tone to set. Yeah, their their battle against the cowboy. Like, oh, mm. they can handle themselves. He can handle themselves. This is going to be like two, the Clash of Titans. 
them versus him, uh, that that may actually be an even match. Let's see who comes out on top. And I, I'm afraid to say that our suspicion was confirmed about DeBlanc. He's not going to come back because we know that. Or Fior. Yeah. It would be good to see him. I don't think they would show us him again if he wouldn't show back up in this the second true. season or at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was clear that the Seraphim, the lady from earlier when he Cowboy blew a hole in her at the end of the episode, that she was done for as well, which then yeah. confirms that Blanc was, DeBlanc was done for as well. Yeah. Again, consistent with what we know from that mythology. Uh, his guns are supernatural. And once he shoots you, you're done skiing. Yeah. When he shoots you dead, you're, you're dead. I think it's, I guess it's the equivalent of the scythe. The scythe, yeah. The scythe. Green scythe. Um, being the angel of death, which they haven't come out and said directly, but. I'm sure they will. What a, what a much better badass angel of death. Yeah. I mean, I like the guy in the black shroud and the white face paint or bones or whatever, however sure. he looks, whatever he looks like today. Uh, I'm sure the, <laughs> who, who knows? Yeah. I mean, he may have got updated. The millennials might have got up yeah. a hold of Maybe him. he's just wearing a hoodie now. Now nah, he's wearing uh, and some sandals. A hoodie and gloves with no fingers. Oh, oh fucking yes. <laughs> it's either no gloves or gloves. Yeah. None of this shit in between. Yeah, make a choice. Gloves with no fingers. <laughs> the fuck? It's, it's bike gloves. Yeah, and and then also he, it's not UFC. And so he can also... No, bike <laughs> Like, oh, he's, bike, right, oh, like he's riding a bicycle. Oh, okay. And then, you know, you can still use your smartphone. A bicycle? Yeah. What the hell's a bicycle? <laughs> exactly. A bicycle. I think you're caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. So that's too bad. So they're really cleaned house. It's almost like, I mean, who survived? Five people, right? Jesse. Cassidy. Well, more than five. Let's go through. Let's run this down. Jesse, Cassidy, Tulip. Tulip. Eugene. Eugene, sort of. I mean, he, yeah. Maybe. The Saint. Yeah. Fior. Fior, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's the only people that's from it. season one that we're going to see. Everybody else is dead. Yeah. Which I, I'm not sad about. <laughs> no, I'm not either. It's really weird that you think like this whole town is gone. You know, like Honestly, I don't care. Although Donnie and his wife, Beth. Yeah. They... They turned a corner, I felt, well, in this I think episode. The wife was a little, <laughs> you know, I come think. On, I think come on, come on. You you wouldn't mind it. Uh, I'm, I'm saying Donnie seemed. The dress up. Oh, that, that's fine. Okay. Donnie seemed a little uncomfortable with it. Like he wasn't as into it as she was. Especially after. Well, he the, couldn't hear her cries. Right. He was. <laughs> I couldn't hear it. <laughs> Sitting on them Doesn't frozen peas. <laughs> Doesn't have the same effect when you can't hear I it. I think they were blueberries. Whatever they actually. were. Whatever. They were fro- frozen food that she had to sit on because he you know, probably left him a very purpley green bruise. No. I feel like you've done this before. Me? <laughs> no, no, no. That's too specific. <laughs> well, no comment. I feel like we need to talk about the church, though. Let's talk about the church. So that what was. about it? <laughs> Cracked me it up. It blowed up. It cracked me up when the lady was like, I feel like, okay, it's just a standard phone. Um, that looks like the speaker button. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there's your video conference. conference. And so, yeah, yeah we're going to see him. We're not yeah, going to talk right. to him. Mm-hmm. We're going to see him. Yeah. So, I'm ready. Yeah, there you go. And then, all matter of fact, that scene was so over the top. 
on purpose. Oh yeah, it just cracked me up. I was laughing There's the whole time. There's a lot time. of things that in this episode that were absurd, which I think, like we said before, the con- I feel like this is the first time they've really captured the tone of the comic. I think so too, because it's over the top, it's absurd, and that's why we love it. It's just like this is, but not- it worked. Oh yeah, but it worked. As soon as you saw God appear, mm-hmm. you go, "That's." fucking brilliant yeah he's got those big hands yeah and the wild, and the wild hair and he looked like every picture that you would imagine oh yeah because and and that's and that that's genius i mean who are you going to have substitute for the guy that you wouldn't be able to look at anyway right right you know i mean <laughs> if they really were up on their theology you don't really want God appearing because right. you would turn to dust. Right. Well, what's funny, I laughed because he's talking in this big booming voice and saying, who, who are you to question me? And then Jesse yells at him. He's like, balls. <laughs> yes. I, I was like, like yes. That's too funny. It's, it's just absurd. And then they all start asking questions. And they're asking questions that a lot of people ask. Yes. Those are very common questions. Why do good things happen to bad? Why do bad things happen to good people? Or vice versa. Why do and good things answer, happen to bad people? His answer was such bullshit. It wasn't an answer. And does that, do you understand? Yes. yes but why? <laughs> I wanted you to feel pain. <laughs> so you get you, it, my child. Do you? So you knew what it was like to be human. Do you understand? Yes, but why? <laughs> you had your turn. What happened to the dinosaurs? That's a weird question. Who cares about uh, the dinosaurs? So you're not God. <laughs> yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? I, I saw just saw you, you pick, pick your, your nose. nose. <laughs> I was just scratching. Just a scratch. <laughs> just no. And then he used Genesis on him. So mm-hmm. like we know that he could use Genesis on supernatural beings. Right. Um, Makes sense. Remains to be seen if it'll be effective on God. Maybe we'll find out one day. But, you know, like, he's not here. He left. We don't know where he is. Do you know where he is? Is he down there? He could be. Will you look? Have you seen him? So the poor angels are are really confused and I have no idea where he is. I'm just trying to act like he's here. So what do we do? Yeah, they're doing the best they can to hold it together. And so they did what they thought was necessary, and that's put somebody on the throne. And uh, pretend. Which is interesting because it's like they would have had to known that someone would use the phone at some point. Well, and why didn't they did say that not everybody knew? So if other angels were using the phone, that must mean there's other phones. Yeah. Well, why do you think? Why, why would they give the imposter permission to answer questions? You'd think you'd be like, all right, get on there, talk in a big booming voice, be like, don't question me, and then get off the phone. Hang it up. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. That, that's what I would think as well. You'd want some sort of static yeah. or connection loss. Right. And be like, I'm God. I am because I am, and that's it. I'm just am. Yeah. That's all you need to know I am. I don't need to answer any of your questions. Right. <laughs> Who are you to yeah. question the, me? Does the clock... Ask the clockmaker <laughs> right. how it works. No. Right. Does the sandcastle ask the the five year old? <laughs> no. No. So get out of here. Done. <laughs> get out of here, kid. You're bothering me. Not ever. No way. <laughs> Not ever. <laughs> so no way. It was just a it was a it was a funny scene and when they got found out that God is not there and that God had left the throne, I felt like Maybe a bit of an overreaction from the townspeople, but people I, destroying the church. Well, not only that, you know, the, the gay uh, mascots who clearly were in love with each other. Well, maybe not gay. Maybe the maybe the uh, 
gopher was a female. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But, you know, hanging themselves, that seems like an over-exaggeration. Why? Why are you going to kill yourself? That poor lady smothering her uh, daughter. And then the, well, she should have done that away. Well, and then the brother taking a selfie while she's doing it. Ah, fucking that kid. Right. And then, you know, the dude in the factory got himself a lady of the night. Well, he should. I don't know why his old lady. I didn't say dirty. I just said frisky. Yeah. That ain't okay. Oh, no, it's fine, sweetie. I just want to spend time with you. Yes, we can go watch another movie. Right. As long as it's, uh, I don't know. Something with John Holmes or Peter North. There you go. Or yeah. I don't know why he'd be into male porn stars. I bet he would. TT take, boy. I think he could take whatever, whatever he got <laughs> at that point. Because I think he'd be into Janine. Getting it one time. I'm going to name one that you know. Uh, you've named name. all that I know. <laughs> I just haven't confirmed that I know them. My favorite is always Chasey Lane. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just. I'm saying. not going to name my favorite because other people I know listen. Because they're too recent. Because they're too recent. Too recent. Yeah. Christy Mack. Anyway, I don't even know on. who that is. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> sure you don't. No idea. Sure you don't. So, but it's funny that the guy in the control room. He must have not gotten any in a while because just getting it one time, he totally neglected all his duties and he's just laying there with this stupid look on He gave with no shits. He may have died. He may have died with a smile on his face. He's like, that's the first time I've ejaculated ever in my life. Yes. And I like how that bitch was trying desperately to get that thing to stop. (laughs) With the gag ball in her mouth. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're too good at that. <sighs> well, you know, I mean, you know, I, this is true. Do. I do know. Okay. <laughs> it just, but it was, and then Emily, reaction. You say, well, Emily with her kids, I felt like was a legitimate response. Mm. Other people killing each other, killing mm. the kids. I mean, the little girl stabbing the bus driver. No, absolutely. Pro- Abs- I clapped my hands to that one. Right. He I, needed to go. I stood up and cheered, <laughs> but Emily talking to her kids, like, you know, we're fine. Nothing's different. We're still going to get up, do our best at school, brush our hair, brush our teeth. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. We don't need God. And here's a little secret. We never did. Mr. Quinn Cannon uh, always uh, cuddles a meat baby. Yeah. Uh, That's just what him does. And I felt like that was an ode to the comic. It was, and I'm fine. If if that's all we get, I don't need to see him. Uh, Well, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. That's so true. we will so never we're see. Gonna, we're never going to. We're never going to see the meat doll. No, the life size. Right. Uh, that's all right. It kind of humanized him, and I think that 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 was one of the things that kind of I wouldn't say surprised me. It's just again, uh, Jackie Earl Haley's performance mm-hmm. just uh, in this series is just. I think a lot of people just kind of gloss over it and not take it for what it was, and that that to me. He he wanted to make sure that his baby was in heaven. Yeah, my little that, Lucy. Even though he didn't want to believe, he still held on to the idea that I may not believe in something beyond this for myself personally, but if there is a chance that my baby's in a better place and this stuff is for real, I want to believe that she's experiencing that. Yeah, because... It- because there's valid proof that there is some sort of supernatural mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. So he immediately like, oh my gosh, is she there? Please yeah. tell me she's there with you. Because if not, ah, uh, 
But but then everybody had that turn, whereas like they they had this ultimate high, and then the rug was pulled out from under them, and then of course their response was destroy the church, and so I felt all very appropriate. Well, the destroy um, the church part, I have no problem with. Yeah, but the, just the rest of it. Yeah, the murder. Uh, it's a monster the- swamp. I mean, again, it's that town. It's rat water. The people in that town are no good but why would just knowing that god nobody knows where god is why would that suddenly take away all morality and all sense of rule law and order well i mean the the only thing i can figure is that while you may still be able to say well there clearly there is a god and so you can establish that but then him not being on his throne then that takes away some element of he is in control. He's in control and, and has a plan and, yeah. and has a plan because Jesse, I mean, again, that's another theme of the, the, the whole series is, you know, what is your plan for my life? And so I think that negates. You were all too. saved. You're all <laughs> yes, saved. That's right. It's amazing, Jesse. <laughs> you did it. You done did it. I, you made a baby cry. Yeah. Told you he's white. Douche. <laughs> uh, oh God. Cassidy's showing up. With yeah. that fucked up sheriff, the sheriff's hat, ball yeah, cap, yeah. all curled up. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, yeah, the sheriff got me. We had a couple bullet holes. <laughs> it's no big deal. Because oh. you know he did somebody <laughs> wrong <laughs> to get that cap. Yeah, he needed to heal a little bit. Oh, man. By far, probably, I, I had my favorite character. Oh, he's so good. Series. And so I, that's why I am anxious to see him go to New Orleans because we'll get some of that backstory. We'll see some more vampires. Spoiler alert. Well, and then um, the end of the episode, it cracked me up where they're all just kind of sitting there in the car. And he's like, what the fuck are we waiting on? Let's go. <laughs> the music in this episode oh, is fantastic. And I, I got to tell you, that cover of No Rain. Yeah. My goodness. I watched that a couple times. My like, this is just goodness. so good. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah. So perfect. It was a great episode. And it made me really feel validated for the whole season because I know a lot of people were worried and it's not getting the ratings that people wanted that AMC wanted, but watching that episode, I was like, yes, they did this right. I'm very, very happy. So it's been good. One of my other little favorite uh, things about the episode, believe it or not, was uh, Donnie reading gorillas in the mist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, little things like that, that was interesting. A lot of details that they paid really good details. attention to. And it's interesting because if you know the story of Diane Fossey, um, her original uh, idea was getting justice for those apes, but then did turn into vengeance. And so I almost feel like that's a nice little tidbit uh, for what's coming uh, later in the series because I don't think Jesse is in full-on vengeance mode just yet because no. they talk a lot about that in with the, with their situation with Carlos and how killing him won't bring anything and it's just right. vengeance. So, but it'll feel good. Well, absolutely. Won't fix something, but it'll feel good. So uh, I thought maybe that was a little nod to what's coming yeah. up in the future. Now, there was another little thing, and honestly, I didn't take the time to research. I read the verse, but I, could, I didn't do any more research. When they were going, the ladies were, when God was coming and he had the big counter mm-hmm. and all the ladies were going to get their hair did, uh, on that 50% wall, the there was Revelations eighteen thirteen. Yeah. Well, that verse don't really make a lot of sense. It talks about cinnamon and some spices and stuff. 
I'm like trying to figure out what the content, I don't know. It was so big and blatant. I'm like, hmm. what is that really speaking to? So I don't know. I may or may not chase that down. Yeah. We may, that out. we may come up with some info about that. Uh, but I read it and I was like, wow, what, what the hell does that even mean? Cinnamon is delicious. Cinnamon and sugar and softly spoken lies. Yes. Anyway. Well, it was 50% off bikini wax. So I don't know what they were expecting to happen. Do you think, uh, Eugene's favorite band is Butthole Surfers. I think it's Nirvana. I hope it's Nirvana. <laughs> you, you would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so speaking of Eugene, yeah, I was gonna. I want to talk about this. Okay, so yeah, let's go ahead and do that now. Do you think that Eugene is going to take over as the John Wayne character? I do. I do too, and I'm not sure how I feel about that just yet. Well, because it changes the role of his imaginary friend mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. Because John Wayne was more of a comforting throwback to childhood, not so much of a guilt thing. And I feel like Eugene, he's going to feel guilty and bad, and it's going to remind him that he is on a mission to save Eugene. But I don't feel like that's the purpose. I almost feel like Eugene's going to be his Jiminy Cricket. Whereas sure. John Wayne is get up off your ass, right. boy, yeah. and get get to work. Right. Get yeah. it done. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what it was in the comics. You're so, tired? I don't give a shit. Get yeah. up. Get up. Work to be done. So it'll be interesting. I'm not, again, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Right. I think, I mean, I think it's maybe in maybe it'll ground. Maybe it'll ground him. Maybe that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to tether Jesse and ground him. And I think also there's a lot of people today that don't really know as much about John Wayne as you and I do. That's a damn shame. It is. I feel like that's. Some of his movies should be required watching. You know, your words are hitting me right in the heart. That 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 upsets me to think that that's even possible. I would bet if we asked those other two jokers that sometimes are on our shows that they don't. Well, even, not no more. They don't. They don't know who John. Well, they don't. Like I've seen every John Wayne movie. I own five oh, or six, three or four times. Yeah, absolutely. At least yes. If you if you're watching, if there's a John Wayne marathon on uh, one of those stations, I'm watching three or four. Uh, sorry, honey, we ain't doing all that other shit you wanted me to do today. Right, motherfucker. Duke is That's on. Right. Oh, what? Look, Hondo, Hondo. You always talking about right. you want me to be a man. Right. Well, then let right. me let me get to work right. here and sons learn. Let me sit at the Duke's feet. Yes. And glean in the wisdom. Absolutely. The My Sons of goodness. Katie Elder is on. Oh. I'm watching this shit every time. Oh, God. I love that one. I love That's all of them. Oh, yeah. They're all good. I love all of them, too. I even, I even like The Quiet Man. Mm-hmm. Marie, oh, Maureen O'Hara. The Searchers? It's oh, got to yeah. be one of the 10 best films ever made. I'd agree with that. That's such a good I'd agree movie. with that. So, I, yeah, I'm a little sad because I, I was excited that John Wayne would be making an appearance because I think... He needs to be brought back into pop culture, and I think that he would do some good for some of these people today. So I'm hoping they can tie him in a little bit in season two. But I understand maybe why they're trying to humanize it and for Jesse and a character that maybe um, he didn't have. They weren't sure mm-hmm. about him, his character in general, and they rewrote it a little bit. Like, oh, everybody really liked him. He did such a good job. We got to keep him in the series while he's in hell. Could be. He's done a great job. Oh, yeah. I mean, I felt like everybody has done a pretty fair job with what they were given. And so I don't think I really have any complaints in the acting department. No. Um, 
I think Ruth Negga has been a little uneven at times, mm-hmm. but by and large, everyone else has been pretty, pretty, pretty dang good, mm-hmm. or stellar in some yeah. cases. Cassidy and Root, that the scene they had in this episode, I was like, oh, man, it's one of the best scenes in the series so far. Well, yeah, I mean, this that whole exchange where they basically Cassidy is pushing back, which I feel like he can push back because what are you going to do to right. hurt me? Right, and because the sheriff even said he's like, "You're a tough son of a bitch." Yeah, well, you get used to it, <laughs> you know. You know, a lot of us wouldn't do that, right? Because no. we're too fearful of consequence. You know, most of us want to avoid conflict in any way, shape, or form. That's the truth. And as you get older, you start to grow out of that. You have to. So <laughs> it's not that I look for it, but when it comes my way, oh yes, please, right. Please let this be what I think this is about to be. Right. Well, and it's funny, like people that I haven't seen in years, <laughs> mm. they see me now and they're like, you're way different. You, you know, because I used to be much more against conflict and like try to be, be, be a people peacemaker. Pleaser. Yeah. And now I'm like hippie bullshit. And now I, I, I don't <laughs> give a shit. No. Nope. People are like, hey, I think we should do this instead. Nope. We're not doing that. Cool. I feel like Charlie Bronson at times. Like, just leave me the fuck alone. Right. I'll leave. You don't start none, there won't be none. Exactly. But don't poke me. Right. If you start something, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Yeah. Just live and let live. Yeah, absolutely. Live and let live. No, it was a good episode. I, I, the more I think about it, the more I really enjoyed it a lot. And they ended up in the diner because yeah. you had to have her. Friend, no matter what. After this, we're going to get French we'll get fries. <laughs> and then I love when Jesse looked at her and was like, what, let's go. Where are we going? Uh... Tulip on French fries. And she just smiled. Mm-hmm. She's so happy. French fries are maybe worth eating in that diner. What you think about him using Genesis on her to get her to kiss him? I think that was sweet. And I don't know if it was supposed to be sweet, but that's the way I took it. Like, I really want to kiss you, and I know we're not back to that place where it's okay for me to do it, but... Um, I just want I was, another way for him to show her how he really does feel about her and then how he was so wrong and he's sorry and he's trying to make amends. So I thought it was good. I liked it. Right. Because, you know, in a normal situation, using a power to force someone to do something yeah. would come across as not a loving gesture. No. However, they pulled it off. They did, and because he but could have been response, way worse. Oh yeah, and her response was still appropriate. Yeah, punched right in the face. Oh yeah, and so I felt again that felt like that maybe more than anything else captured the essence of their relationship from the comic. Oh yeah, I really felt mm-hmm. it did, and that's what made me. I guess that's what made my heart swell more than anything else Aww. was that little moment because it encapsulated their relationship and I am excited for season two and I just don't know when it's going to happen. And that, yeah. that, that, that mm, I want it now. Yeah. This is the <laughs> first episode. I think maybe all season we're like, I cannot wait for the next one. And damn it. If I don't have to wait a year, which is not cool. And then, cause they ended it with the saying of killers, you know, the only person to survive the town blowing up. And we find out that it's a methane-powered reactor yep. with flammable cow shit from Odin's factory. And homeboy done got a, a blowy, and so he can't handle his business anymore. So the whole town blows up. Yep. <laughs> and so the angel's walking around 
big hole through the middle. Santa Killers walks by, steps on her hand. Preacher. I was like, yes. I remember I was watching and I go, yes, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, they could have maybe done something with him and Hugo. Yeah. That had been pretty sweet. But, you know, I'm not going to cry myself to sleep. Right. Overall, I would give the whole season, I'd give it an A. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I would say if you haven't watched the whole season, give it a chance because I, I feel like the payoff is worth it. Yeah, there's some slow episodes for sure. Not every episode is an A, but as a whole, I agree with you. And I'm also wondering, and this we may not be able to determine this until the second season comes out, if you were a purist and felt like the gra- nothing can compare to the graphic novel, they may have done it in such a way that you, as a lover of that material, could just skip the first season entirely and start with season two. Yeah. I think it's entirely possible because I think it's entirely possible that they open season two with a recap of this, the church blowing up. Mm-hmm. All they need to show is the church blowing up. Them and them the diner the talking. Road, Go. And it's like you're starting issue one of the series. Which would be killer. It would be killer. And I'm excited for it. Oh, I am too. I cannot wait for season two. Well, I'm kind of excited for this little bit of a break that we're going to get. Yeah. I hope, uh, well... They'll understand. They'll understand. We need a break. We do need a break. There's some <laughs> things happening. All kinds of things all happening. Kind of things. All kind, all manner of madness yeah. going down. And we've got some stuff coming up that we want to tell you about uh, coming up later in August. Uh, obviously, Fear the Walking Dead comes back yes. August 21st. But somewhere in there, probably... Probably that next week. That next week, we're going to be doing that live episode of the Endcast where all four of us get together. So you're going to want to make sure you go to our website, Enthcast.com. When you get there, you're going to see a little box. It's going to say, put your email address in there. Mm -hmm. And you're going to want to subscribe to the mailing list so we can tell you more about that as it uh, comes up. Because summer's winding down. Kids are going to be going back to school. I can't believe that's happening already. God, three weeks. Um, We just don't want our messages to get lost in the ether once you get on social media. Yeah, because everybody follows a million people on Twitter. We haven't – we actually haven't sent out an email just yet, we're going to do that here probably in the next few days. Just a short little note, mm-hmm. remind everybody what's coming up, what we got on tap. But Totes. that's really the only way you're going to get some upcoming exclusive content uh, before anyone else knows about it. And so uh, if you loved us, you'd sign up. I mean, that's I true. don't want to say any more than that. I mean, that's really, that's all I can right. say. I mean, if you can listen to us, you can certainly, <laughs> you can certainly read a couple sentences from us, right? If Donnie can read Gorillas in the Mist, yeah. now he may have only been on page one <laughs> for a while. <laughs> for a while, yeah. But poor some bitch lives in fear. I think. Yeah. Shit, oh, I got. Oh, I gotta go again tonight. God, We're doing Oz again. Oh, I don't want to be the wizard. All right, give me some ice. Give me some ice. No, but we really do appreciate you guys listening. If you get on the email list, it would mean a, a lot to us for you to do that. So please. We- We sure do appreciate you, and we'll talk to you again real soon. In the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the Nthcast.